Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip podcast. My guest today is AJ Saunders, a self-proclaimed SEO geek. AJ has been working at Search Engine Optimization since 2014 when he created AJS Digital Group so that he could help companies grow using organic SEO strategies. Having worked at hundreds of businesses across multiple niches and industries, AJ's strategies help them grow to over six figures annually. AJ's one big tip is to set measurable KPIs that you can measure daily. That's how you gauge the health of your online business. Solid SEO is still the best way to bring customers to your website because it is a low-cost lead gen where you own the farm as opposed to social media platforms where, frankly, you do not. So this is going to be a really great conversation today. AJ, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on really pumped to be here. Yeah. So this is going to be great. So you've been doing SEO for a long time and I also have a digital marketing agency. I used to, you know, sell SEO services as well. And I'll be honest, I kind of got out of that, you know, because it was something that the pace of the changes were so much. And I think one of the biggest things for me was that I was not able to really control the conversation and control the metrics of everything that was going on. Now, granted, my information is about five to seven years old at this point. I would love to learn a little bit more about your business and how you're able to still maintain your effectiveness in this industry, even to this year. How does that look in your world? Yeah, sure. So for me, it's, it really is understanding the fundamentals so a lot of people want a lot of very basic things so they want good content they want it to be easy to be found and they want a fast site everything else is is just hot air so as long as you have a fast site good content good usability you're fine and so i actually wrote on linkedin on monday i'll maybe it was tuesday that if you're terrible with SEO strategy, every time there's a new update, you're doing something fundamentally wrong. Because SEO hasn't changed since day one. It's just that Google is trying to kind of counteract all these scammy parasites that are doing really short-term kind of techniques and, and methodologies that don't work along over the longer term. So that's interesting that you say that, you know, one of the things that uh, I used to tell my clients was that you don't write content for search engines. You write content for people. 
Right. And, and that really should have been, like you said, ingrained in everyone's head from day one. So what happens is when you have these different, you know, like these different tactics, a lot of the times, you know, like marketers are looking for shortcuts all the time. Right. Which is how it gave birth to, you know, to keyword farms and to, you know, like different types of and uh, link trees and things like that. And it just really, like you said, polluted the air. Right. And it really polluted everything as far as Google was concerned. It's like, wait a second. People are trying to game us instead of trying to make it actually usable because that was really Google's, you know, mission from the start. Yeah. How did you help companies address that where you have one SEO company is like, oh, yeah, we're going to get you to the top of these rankings, you know, within four months and we're going to do X, Y and Z. But there was probably a whole mess of stuff behind the scenes that they needed to do as well in order to make those quick games. How did that affect your work as you were building up your business? So I primarily work with clients who haven't really done too much SEO. So it's this whole methodology of trying to go in there and teach them how to do it properly from the ground up. So for me, it's been great because I haven't had to deal with too many spammy things. And when I have so much spammy things, they haven't done anything too majorly bad. So people that have bought like bad link packs off Fiverr, for example, a lot of that stuff has a half-life. And so Google just accepts that you're going to have a certain amount of spammy links to your website. And so it just ignores it after a while. And so as long as you're doing things like you're doing great content and you're improving content all the time and you're adding valuable good links, you're absolutely fine. So, all right. So that's all, uh, that's all right and good, you know, because basically what you're talking about now is, you know, making sure that you have your, you know, your headers set up correctly, you're tagging your yeah. images correctly, your, you know, you have a good internal link structure as well as an external link structure. I guess the biggest question then is how do you measure all of that? Right. Because it all just seems so, so subjective you know, like when you're looking at it and you're trying to figure out like, okay, I made these changes. How well did that change actually affect my site? Right. And really what that comes down to is, you know, just measuring KPIs, both in, you know, like on the page level and on the domain level, and then even zooming out to see how things are going in terms of sales, in terms of uh, leads captured, things like that. Talk to me a little bit about not only what the KPIs are, for measuring this, but how they can really help you understand the health of your website as opposed to just, you know, throwing numbers on a screen and seeing what happens. Right. So for most of my clients, I recommend having two or three KPIs. So I always say revenue is one and the other one is time on the site. Because if you can get people to spend at least three minutes on your site, you then actually have a best chance of converting them or getting them to take that next step. So that's download a free PDF, sign for an email list, whatever. And so, yes, those are the two two main ones I I talk to clients about all the time who don't care maybe about SEO value, but care about how they're going to generate revenue from their website. And then as a more granular thing, let me talk about rankings. So for me, I want clients to get at least 50% of their rankings the keywords, sorry, in the top three. And then we can talk about things like what pages are hitting the three-minute mark, what aren't, you know, what aren't 
and some that gives room to improve. But but also it's then about the half life. So are we getting people returning back? And, you know, are, are, or are, are people coming back up time and time and time again and reading pieces of content and then getting in touch with us and then saying, "I read that blog post three months ago and that really inspired me to take action now." Because then you know that you're actually onto a winner, and you know leads may not come through instantly, but you know, it may take three, six months, it may take three years, and so it's really important to, to capture how you're generating leads, what leads are coming through, etc. But it's also important to kind of capture where people are falling off the user journey. Because if you have a map user journey, which you know that gets people in through, say, like blog posts, onto a product page, onto a sign-up form, and then you do a couple of emails before you do a call, and a couple of emails after the call, you can then see where people get, actually get stuck, and that's where the real power is. You can start to kind of really fine-tune what your CTAs are, what your what your steps are. Because you can see where people are getting stuck and that can actually help you. So it's interesting because what you're talking about is not only, you know, creating the actual content that goes on the page, it's, uh, you know, creating that map and that, you know, that nice call to action. You really should be telling people what to do next. There should be some kind of flow. Like don't just put the content on a page and hope that people are going to automatically get, you know, get all excited about it. Right. You know, there really needs to be like, okay, if you enjoyed this, then let me help you. Or, uh, would you like to learn more about how our framework works? You know, please download this PDF Mm. and give us your email address, right? There should, there should always be some kind of action that happens afterwards because that really helps in terms of gauging effectiveness. Right. My approach has kind of changed the last couple of weeks. So we talked two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I would say CTAs, you know, just put something together, you know, so like click it, download. Whereas in the last couple of weeks, I've been trying with clients, especially, is how to make that really sexy. And so rather than having, you know, I can help you bring more revenue in, click here to book a call, you can then start using a narrative. So you can then say, you know, Michelle was told not to become a real estate agent. Now she has a waiting list. Interested? question mark and then you know book a call today so basically that's that's far more sexy isn't it it is because basically what you're saying is that you know the thing that it gets me is that there are still a lot of people and a lot of companies that just say sign up here to get my newsletter right which is totally like please no because i get already a thousand emails a day i have a hard enough time you know sorting through those why would i sign up for that again like what's the value in it for me Right. And mm-hmm. if you're not articulating that, then you're right. It's not sexy at all. Right. There's nothing yeah. that's going to there's nothing that's going to make me you know, turn it in unless I really uh, unless that person or that company really sold me well on other parts of their business. Either yeah. I really wanted to get in on this, I don't know, in this executive coaches world where they're, you know, giving out a lot of great information or there's a company that sends out, I don't know, you know, 15% off coupons every once in a while, then maybe, right? But in both of those cases, the value of what that company or person is giving me has already been defined either on that same CTA or somewhere else on the site. So to your point, 
you're right. Just sign up for my newsletter. It doesn't help anybody, right? And you're really going to get some pretty low engagement on it. Whereas when you make it value-based, like what kind of value are you going to get from for the exchange of your email address, then you're coming yeah. at something, you know, really good. You know, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to switch gears for a second and talk Please. a little bit about timeframes. Yeah. Because, right? you know, this is uh, selling an organic search engine optimization service is not as transactional as people, you know, may think, right? Because there's a lot of groundwork that goes into, first of all, the analysis of how everything is working. There's also some, uh, you know, some changes that will probably need to be made in order to make your SEO campaign much more effective. How long does it take you now to show results when you bring on a new client and be able to show them not only that, hey, this service that you purchased from me actually works, but here are the results and why it's great for you. So I'm going to use the, the, the famous marketing thing of it depends, but I'm going to give a caveat because this is the important part. So a lot of SEO work is done in the first 30 to 60 days, but a lot of the results happen within the first three to six months. And so you, you are generally waiting around for things to happen after, but the front-loaded part is the, is is the actual work. So it depends what the client wants and, and what we can do in in the time frame that they've allowed us. So in the next three months, we have to move pretty quickly, and they're going to have to be more more established to get to get the results that they're going to want. When they're launching a new site in a year, before they actually start to get some traction, and they start to actually get some some good traffic through. And so it really it really depends on where the fun is, what their ambitions are, and what the market is like. Because you, you have the best product, you have the best marketing, but if you don't have an actual good fit within the marketplace, nothing's going to matter. If, if you're trying to sell, you know, blue widgets, and your main competitor is Amazon, you're going to have a really hard time. Really hard time. But if you're trying to sell something like, you know, individually made handly widgets that are, you know, that are really unique that Amazon just couldn't do, then you, you have a bigger opportunity and you can market yourself more effectively and more aggressively. And that will provide results quicker than, than if you're selling you know, widgets. It's interesting that you say that because I would imagine then that you sometimes have client calls that you don't have great news to report, especially in the early days, right? right? How does that manifest itself? How do you handle those types of calls? And, you know, when the client does become either unhappy or nervous or even impatient with the results of how you can help keep them on, you know, as clients and not just pull the plug saying, you know something, I don't have the stomach for this. I think a lot of it comes down to your strategy, I think a lot of people use the word strategy and they're talking about tactics. So I think if you have a solid strategy and you've got the tactics in place in a line that, you know, that makes sense into them step by step by step, it's then convincing the client that actually the strategy and the tactics and the, uh, you know, your KPIs and your measurements are actually right. 
it's just the marketplace is taking longer to respond than what you wish. But that's that's just life, and that's just they're going to find probably that situation with any marketing agency that they go to. So it's really important at that point is to say, we know our strategy is going to work because we've done it with other people. The time we can't we can't guarantee we can't just you know we can't I don't want to say justify, but we can't. We, we can't call what time it's going to be. We just know that our strategy will work because it's worked for other businesses or other clients, right? Interesting. So, walk me through a scenario then of how sure. a of how a client came to you. They had a pretty challenging, you know, mandate, and how you were able to deliver results for them, right? How did that? Yeah, look? sure. So I've got a client at the moment and they had three different websites and we've now gone down to basically one and a half. So they've got a brand website to do with the, the CEO and they've got one for their, cor- their corporate. And the problem is, is they didn't have any SEO training. So they're writing lots of blog posts that, that were really, really good, but they didn't have a strategy. So I've gone in there in the last kind of a year now and just coach their team on how to do SEO properly and how to actually get results. So it's been a real slow burner and we've had some real big challenges along the way, but they're now starting to, to get good rankings. They're now starting to get inquiries through the website. And so they're starting to turn the ship around. And so that's really, really exciting, but it has been a lot of re-education, a lot of coaching rather than doing the work for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because what happens is, you know, like I used to have to deal with that a lot as well, you know, because it even got to the point where I even stopped, you know, I made a business decision to stop uh, sending reports simply because, you know, like they really weren't that relevant, especially in the short term, right? Because, you know, if I had a client that was ranking pretty good for some keywords in April, And then the May report comes out and it dips slightly, you know, if, you know, that negative dip is like, Hey, why is that negative? What are you doing to combat? And I'm like, well, not much. We're waiting for, we're waiting for things to correct themselves. Right. Again, if you're just focusing but, on the, the tactic, the, the, as opposed the other thing about that, uh-huh, tell me, sorry. I, I, the, the other thing about that is I always say to every client that I take on is learn to deal with your emotions when it comes to reporting. Because you'll have days where everything goes great. You'll have days where everything goes bad. You'll have days where everything seems average. But the psychological trick, if you like, is to be even keeled regardless of whether it's up, down, left, right, or center. Because you probably can't control it. And if you be allowed to control you, you're then not as productive as you should be. Exactly. I agree with you 100%. Thank you so much for sharing that. AJ, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your company and how they can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more. Sure. So I do digital marketing for e-commerce companies. We offer both done for you, done with you, and a couple of courses. You can find them all and all the information that you need ajsdigitalgroup.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm a underscore j underscore Saunders. Please follow me. Please interact. Please send me messages. I'm always happy to help. Always just an email away. You can book a free 15-minute call from the website. So, yeah, if I can help people, get in contact. 
in my car probably can help push them in the right direction. Amazing stuff. AJ, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate you taking time. the time. And, you know, this was great advice. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.